Hello everyone and welcome to this week's podcast. In this episode we are joined with the founder HDS Fitness, Harvey. A super inspiring young guy with a huge appetite for motivating anyone who wants to get fit. Speaking about his journey and the reasons why he got into the game is a really inspiring story. Join with our sports editor, Bradders Unboxing, you can get another perspective. Enjoy the podcast and look over on our website where there will be a joint article that goes along with the podcast. Thank you. How did you get into personal training and what was like your inspiration? So I was lucky to have um, quite good mentors around me. Um, so I had people next to me that um, were either teachers or um, I trained with and they'd done the course as well. Um, so I was lucky to have um, them around me. They guided me into it. But the main reason has got to be is I just I love training. Tra- training for me, I always went to the gym. I was always looking to improve. And it actually got to the point when I was going to the gym and I was going with my friends and that. Um, they, they just turned around to me and say, I'm training chest today. Any good exercises for this? Any good exercises for that? Uh, my back's a bit stiff. Have you got any stretches? Um, I could, I, I could um, stretch my back with. And it got to the point where I was giving away a lot of information and I wasn't even qualified. So I thought... I enjoy this. I'm going to look into it more, and I, I did, and then looked into the course, and here I am. What did those courses consist of? Like, what um, courses did you take, and qualifications did you get? Yeah, so I did a level two, which um, is a level two in fitness instructing. So that kind of qualifies you to work at a gym desk, if that makes sense. Um, but then I moved on to my level three, which is a level three personal trainer. So now that gave me the ability to start to train clients um, of all di- of all different abilities. Um, but then in lockdown, I started to do level four. So um, with level four, that's in sports performance. So now I can start to offer a service to um, athletes, which um, I-, I enjoy um, equally to personal training. What would you say you do differently um, to make clients want to come and work with you? The, one of my main things is, and a skill that I've always been blessed with, is, is people skills. And as I was saying before we started, um, the main thing is I like to understand what a client's life is outside of the gym as well. So our sessions are not just in the gym. It's not just all about talking about nutrition and weights. Um, I, I like to just talk to clients um, on a level about what what they do in their life and start to interact with them and have an effect on them mentally, not just physically. So um, keeping them motivated and any problems they may have, um, giving them the chance to be able to talk to me about anything, not just in the gym, which I feel is a, is a bit different to what other trainers tend to focus on. Other trainers are very um, kind of like task orientated. Uh, they just focus on that goal, which is good, but... I think it's important that the um, client not only progresses, but also enjoys the session. I think for me, talking from like a boxer's perspective, I think it's such a lonely sport. And for example, doing my runs and me just being at home, like boxing on my back, I feel like you're kind of left with your own thoughts. But when I'm in the gym, I find having the trainers there and the coaches... I've kind of got that second voice giving me the guidance and kind of motivating me through the exercises. But I also feel like you need that kind of balance where you can have that general conversation and something kind of off topic just to take your mind of the pressure of the training session. I feel like having that social level, level it, it is really needed in a session.
having a relationship as well with um, the person you're working with. And as I said, I have clients of all different abilities of all different goals. You know, one day um, I, I might have um, a girl try, trying to trying to improve, um, you know, build muscle on their legs. But the other day I might have a footballer who's trying to go for their pro contract. So everyone's got a different goal and it's just about treating everyone equally and um, having a laugh with everyone as well. People forget training can still be made fun. It's important to have a laugh with everyone because uh, it will help motivate them more and it will persuade them to stay on with you longer as well. You're, you're 17, yeah? Yeah, I'm 17. Yeah. So... Because you've started early, do you think you've kind of got uh, ahead of the game? Ahead of the game, really. Like, do you think because of you understanding kind of what you want to do at such an early age, you've kind of developed the the skills of what someone would have had? Yeah, I'd like to think so. As I said, I'm always working with my colleagues, and my colleagues are um, a bit older than me, and they always say, "God, you're really young." This, that, and the other, but. I think it's important that I'm I'm always I'm always keen to learn new things. That's why I did the level four, and I, but the level four hopefully is not just me. I'm not just going to stop at level four. I've now moved on to working with um, a football team, so I'm now offering kind of like a club service instead of an individual service as well, which um, is something that I, I'm I'm really interested in looking at further. Maybe going into the football aspect, getting some coaching badge done, so I understand the game. Um, even more so it will just help me improve that way but yeah constantly trying to learn new things and take on different challenges um i'm i'm always um willing to kind of develop my knowledge so obviously because of the age as well uh do you ever find some disadvantages in terms of how people treat you and how people respect you as still being a professional person because you are you know obviously a little bit younger than everyone else well Yes, I suppose it's not an idea when you're 17 and you're a five foot four um, kind of like candidate. It's it's not great, but um, it has worked out in my favor favor because then that's a story to tell. Story to tell that when people actually find out I am 17, I am a personal trainer, I have this knowledge, I have clients, um, they become fascinated with it, and it kind of makes them want to. Um, be with me more because they're thinking wow he's so motivated um he's managed to get to this level at 17 and it kind of motivates them to think well if he can do this then i, I can do anything it sounds like you're pretty like ahead of your game as well for like only being 17 having so much knowledge on what you do it just shows how much you've kind of like learned in such a short amount of time yeah as i said it helps when you enjoy it as well i feel like i am very lucky to have the opportunity to be a personal trainer I'm at that age where I don't need to make money straight away and I'm very lucky that now I am making money because a lot of people um, have been furloughed but I've been I've had that furlough from work and I've been able to train clients and get money from them so I've actually in a way managed to be in a better position um, financially and being in a better position financially takes some of that stress and pressure off and gives you more time to um look at new things and explore um, different areas of the industry. So, so do you reckon then like, you know, you touching on furlough and stuff, has has COVID affected you in terms of the way you work and have you, you know, had to adapt in, you know, the pandemic? Yeah, I feel a lot of um, a lot of my clients were nervous because they thought as soon as they got furloughed, a lot of people had to think, well, I need to now look at my money and look how I'm spending it. And first decision I made, I made it quite quickly, and that was to bring the prices down because although, as I said, 
I've been very lucky to have furlough and still train clients. I have to respect that other people have been furloughed and some have even been made redundant. So I, I made that clear straight away that I was going to bring down prices because I didn't want to put any pressure on anyone. And I, want, I wanted to keep everyone as well. So I brought the prices down. Um, I put all my things online um, and just made it a, a lot easier. Then it took that pressure away and it allowed people to carry on training um, and not having to think about the money as much, which um, was my aim. I, I don't like people thinking I really want to do something, but I can't afford it. So I said, right, here's how it's going to go. I'm training you online. So it's not as much effort for me either because it's not like I'm having to leave my home because um, I, so I'll have more time to train more people in the day because I can do back-to-back clients at home and then even if I want I've got time to have lunch I've got time to have dinner in between so moving the price down made sense and a lot of people have stayed with me. And from doing like the zoom workouts what kind of feedback have you had off like your clients and how they've been finding them? Well well, fully you say that because a lot of them have actually said that they've enjoyed it more than the gym because it's been something different and I've showed a lot of people that you can you don't just have to lift weights to get results probably the best story I've had so far and um, it really motivated me and reminded me why I became a personal trainer was um, a girl I had um, and our first session I said right we're gonna move on to push-ups and she said Harvey Harvey I'm not sure um, I'm not that great at push-ups I never have been and I said let's just try one she went down for the first one and she, she couldn't get back up on the push-up and, I, and she was quite demotivated at the time I said don't worry we're just gonna change some hand positioning we're gonna change um, your technique slightly um, she changed her technique and she got that push-up done and I said there you go that's improvement already and then I said by the end of this month you'll be able to do 10 and the way she looked to me I'll remember it to this day she looked to me like I was a crazy person and I laughed and I said trust me we'll be able to do 10 and she said oh, all right then we'll see came to that last day of the month and I said right it's time to push yourself now and I said we're going to go for 10 and she said are you sure and I said yeah we're going to go for 10 I pushed her up we went from one to three to five to seven so I said now we're going to do 10. She did her 10 push-ups, and at the end of it, she said, Harvey, I, I, I can't believe it. I, I, I can't believe it. Thank you so much. And I said, what, what are you thanking me for? You're the one who's doing 10 push-ups. And, uh, yeah, after that session, I, I, I came out, and I thought, that's why I became a PT, was to help people. And the, the look on her face was, was such a um, rewarding feeling. And that's the thing with doing personal training. That's the main thing you get is that rewarding feeling of seeing the progress of your clients. And... It just seems like such a good industry to get into, and I can see that you're so passionate about it. Yeah, definitely. I'll always say, if you if you enjoy training and if you think you can see a career in it, then go for it. It is hard work. Um, you will have to face setbacks. Now, at the start, you'll find it difficult to get clients on board. I'm very open with saying in the whole in the whole first month of training, I had no clients, um, and now I've been doing training for coming up to six months. And I've worked with over 20 people, 20 paying clients. So you, you really have you really have to wait, keep um, developing your knowledge, keep um, putting yourself out there, and it will come eventually. So a big part of what I get interested about when I'm speaking to other people uh, is the social media element. Um, you know how to market yourself and how to you know, get a get a brand that is designed around the look and the vibe of what you're trying to create. How have you felt you know, trying to establish yourself on social media? Yeah, well, to be fair, I would, I'd love to say that hasn't been difficult, but it actually kind of has because when I first started to get my Instagram page, I was kind of stuck in two minds. As I was speaking about 
when you're just a personal trainer and then having the level four sports performance as well because a lot of um, the mentors I had in the past, I'd, I'd take a lot of inspiration from them and their um, social medias would be quite formal. And I, I always like that look. I'd always like the formal look. So it makes me look quite professional. But then a lot of colleagues that I went to, um, that I had conversations with at the gym, their social medias are quite informal and interacting with clients a lot, a lot more. So um, that, that was something I struggled with at first. But I think I found a balance now where I'm comfortable. I like what I post. Um, I like to think it's very informative. Like I get a lot of people message me after posts as well saying this is interesting and um could you explain this a bit more? So, um, yeah, I think I think I found that balance now, which um, was difficult to start with. But you just have to you have to find what's comfortable. So, like for you. normally, how do people find you? So, obviously through gym group as well. Uh, do you get a lot of people coming from Instagram, not knowing you specifically, but saying that they'd like to train with you? Yeah, I'd say fifty fifty. So, fifty um, percent I'd say I get through social media, but I think the best form of um, advertising is, is word of mouth. I think I'm lucky to have clients who speak very highly of me. So um, I, I have a client who's got me two more clients because it's just word of mouth. They speak to other people and then they've come to me. We've sat down, had a consultation and away we go. They're, they're then with me. So word of mouth, I think, also worked very well for me because I've always tried to have a very good service that people can then tell their friends about. You know, from the, the perspective of you know, a potential client, I think even just looking at your Instagram and the videos you put up of yourself doing things, it kind of puts a bit of context to what potentially a client could also gain if they train with yourself. Yeah, I, I, I always believe, again, go to the point of being a trainer, when, when a client or a potential customer comes to you, they kind of look they look at you and because you're their role model from there on. So I feel like, it's important to get clients on my social media um, to show that ev- everyone everyone can do it, but also me because if, if you're a trainer and if you're not showing yourself of doing all these things, uh, keeping on your nutrition, keeping on top of your training, it's then not going to motivate your clients. So you have to show your clients that if I can do it, you can do it. I mean, looking at your profile in terms of your potential competitors, other PTs and stuff, uh, you putting up homemade videos, I haven't really saw that across other um online presence um i think you know in a way people might see it as you know releasing your secrets and all that but you know especially with covid and stuff you've been able to give people you know motivation and instruction through the use of your instagram videos no yeah i think with with posts as well a lot of pts are obviously scared about you know giving away the secret because they, they think if i post too much then i'm going to post the point where people are just going to put the work out together for themselves. But I think, again, I found that balance of putting out enough um, to show people, well, that's interesting, but where would I put it into a plan and things like that? So then I post to the point where I prompt questions from other people. So it kind of works out well that way. I think by you having that interaction as well uh, with with your clients or potential clients, you're able to put things into perspective for them. Um I think you find in a balance as well. You kind of pretty much nailed it, really, because you know you've got a lot of base where you know you've built this foundation where everyone can ask you things, and then obviously then that leads to more uh, potential clients and bookings and stuff like that. So yeah, the balance is definitely there, bro. I appreciate it. I'm trying to, trying to.
So what is like your plans for the future? What is like the dream to have like your own gym or? I, I, yeah, I'd lo I love my own space, but I, I feel like there is a lot of work to be done um, until I get to that point. But yeah, I, I, t I take it month by month, to be fair. I, I always set new goals to take on new clients, but not only take on new clients, but focus on retention as well. I, I'm a believer, don't look too far into the future because I, 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 I would rather keep every single client I have now rather than get five new ones because I, I'm a big believer in loyalty as well. I like clients who I can work with over years instead of weeks, if that makes sense. But yeah, the, the ultimate goal would be I'd, I'd love my own space, my own unit to invite clients down to. But um, yeah, hopefully a few years' time that could happen. Well, I think you've proven that you're pretty much capable of doing anything you put your mind to you know you're 17 and you've started your own kind of freelance work with doing pt and you're doing something that you're passionate about uh i don't see why not in you know in a few years something hasn't come up uh you know 17 now 19 gym 25 you've got chains <laughs> got your own equipment you know yeah <laughs> early dream early dream I think uh, I think we're kind of coming to the end now. To be fair, um, kind of covered all the aspects we wanted to touch on. Um, but what I normally end with uh, is the same question for everybody, really. Um, how would you define success? Uh, you know, we've had a lot of different answers, but you know, the point is to just show that everybody values different things, um, and anything can be considered success. Happiness. Uh, the, the only way the only way I can put it, I enjoy being a PT. Obviously, I'm, I I make I make good money for a 17 year old, but it's happiness. I, the only the reason I became a PT was because I knew I'd enjoy it, not because I thought I'd make loads of money out of it. And I think if you're happy, then you you achieve something in life. As I said, I always say that to all my clients as well. I say, you, I always say at the end of a session, I'll say, can you see your progress? They say, yeah. But I said, most importantly, did you enjoy it? Because if you didn't enjoy the session, if you don't enjoy training, then th there's no point in doing it because you, you have to be happy. Definitely, definitely. You got anything else? <laughs> all my questions. Oh, he's just, yeah. just, just gone out the window, man. Is to be completely honest, bro, I didn't even clock you with 17 until, uh, you know, we, we spoke about it before. But it's like, a you know, this sense of, maturity about you that's way ahead of you you know your your age but you've still got that kind of freshness as well where people can learn things in a different way that what maybe you know other other pts can't actually access and genuinely i do believe that you are so capable of doing anything that you want to that's what people need though when they're exercising like there's been so many times where i've been like i'm just not feeling it today but then if i've got you like motivating me and motivating me I'll, I'll maybe even work harder it's like sometimes before my boxing sessions i won't be feeling it but then i'll i'll get to the gym and i could have like the best session ever because my coach is there motivating me that voice and i feel like being that other guy it could be it's just like the most rewarding thing i think just pushing someone yeah yeah that's always the aim i i just i love i love watching people reach their goals as well like i mentioned e even a goal as small as that girl reaching the 10 push-ups to me that's the exact same as a footballer who who gets their pro contract like to me I, i've helped both people achieve their goals and they've both given me the same satisfaction so again that's another reason why i, I wanted to be a pt was to help other people yeah I, th I think basically we've covered everything now um but one last thing where can people find you I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and I've got my own website. Just search HDS Fitness, um, 
and then yeah you've got loads of options you can also email me hdsfitness at outlook.com so if anyone else is interested in getting a plan or starting kind of like a journey with me then that's how to find me also the gym group telford is where i work out of so if you're ever around there um come and come and say hello yeah bro awesome i appreciate you being on here man no no i appreciate you having me guys uh, i know i know we got you at a been a proper busy time man i appreciate it bro and with that that is this week's what's new then podcast all finished make sure though you do check out hds fitness and harvey genuinely one of the most inspirational people i've met for a long time despite his age is is defo ahead of that uh he'll be a huge huge factor uh, in the upcoming generation of of sport people and you know fitness motivational people uh until next time, this has been Joe uh, and also our sports editor, Brad, Unboxing. I'll see you later, guys. Have a good one.